welcome to Redefining Balance for Working Moms podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Uh, Yes, even for you. You might just have to redefine what it looks like for yourself. I'm your host, fellow working mom and founder of Your Life Rocks, Jenny Stemmerman. Each week, I'll bring you practical, real-life tips to help you focus on the things that matter most in life and be the best version of yourself in every area that God has called you to. Ready to redefine what balance looks like for you and your life? Let's go. Hello there. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. How is your day going, by the way? I hope that it is going amazing. And if not, I hope that this episode kind of puts your head in a different perspective. Maybe gets you thinking about something a little bit different. Maybe something that could even change around your entire mood. You know, when we talk about the eight different areas of life, this one kind of fits in the fun realm, but also into so many other areas as well. So I want to ask you a couple of questions to kick things off. Number one, are you a dreamer? Are you someone who creates big visions or likes to dream of things that could be in your life? Or are you more of a realist and you don't always take time to dream? Or maybe God has put a dream in your heart and you just don't ever really look at it or make a plan to get there. And it's just something you kind of put aside and think about every once in a while. Yep, you may have already guessed this episode, we're talking about your dreams. We talk about goals all the time, but we don't always talk about dreams. And it's funny, I was at a work conference just a couple weeks ago and they were talking about dreams that we might have and things that we we might have desires in our hearts. And really, it was more about the good that we can do corporately and the good that we can use businesses for or leadership positions in companies to do good things in this world. It was an amazing conference to go and attend. But one of the things they talked about was, what is your dream? And they had people standing up and sharing, I have a dream that, and then stating their dream. And all of us, every single time someone would say that, we kept thinking about the movie Tangled, you know, the scene when everyone is singing and dancing saying, I have a dream. So that is just a little funny side note, because as you are going through this episode, any dreams that you have, I just want to imagine yourself singing and dancing to what that dream is. Because if you pay close attention to that movie, at the end, they're talking about how everyone is now living into that dream that they were singing about earlier on in the show. Now, today's episode is extra special because I'm joined by a very dear friend of mine. And in addition to being my friend, she is an incredibly talented coach. Her name is Angie McNulty, and she is a life, financial, and leadership coach with her specialty being in helping working moms to find peace and balance so they can achieve their goals without the guilt. So you can see how we're friends, right? We definitely align on these things. She's also a wife, a mother of three kiddos, and she has two dogs. Now, when it comes to coaching, Angie really knows her stuff. She's been a coach since 2013. She became a certified coach in 2017 with the Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching. She's also a Dave Ramsey preferred coach, and she just finished her John Maxwell coaching certification. She takes on all of these different certification programs so she has more skills and tools that she can share with her clients to help them get results. And you'll be able to hear a little bit of her coaching skills coming out during this episode. I have to warn y'all, this episode is a little bit of a workshop. (laughs) She's going to walk you through some steps, some activities of things that you can really be doing. And you know, that's really the spirit of the show. That's the kind of content I love to bring you is stuff that you can really take and apply it to your life. Now, I hope that you don't listen to these episodes and not take action on them because there are certainly some action items that are going to be worth taking in this show. So without further ado, let's get into my interview with Angie. 
Angie, my friend, welcome to the show. I have been waiting so long to have you on, and I am so excited that you're here to share with us today. And you have some really fun things to be talking about, which I'm really excited to share with everyone. But before we get into all of that, tell our listeners a little bit more about who you are. Thank you so much, Jenny. I am so excited to be here. And let's see, I am married and have three children. They are 14, 13, and 10. And what's unique about that is they're like triplets to us because we went from zero kids to three overnight. We fostered them first. And then after two years, we're able to adopt them. And they came to us when they were four, seven, and eight. So it's been five and a half years since we adopted them or since they came to us. So that's been a great learning process for my husband and I to become parents. And then we have two dogs. And so life just keeps us busy. And I am a coach, trainer, and speaker. So a lot of things going on. A lot of things. A lot of things. <laughs> Always lots of things. I think that's why you and I can be friends because we both have the, a lot of the things yeah. that are going on. So a little funny story about how Angie and I became friends. We live in the same town in Oregon. And Angie actually reached out to me on Facebook because we were in the same Facebook group that has women from like all over the world. And she was like, oh my gosh, we're in the same town. We should totally get together for coffee. And so we did. And come to find out we have so much in common. We actually both used to live in the same small town years ago. How many years ago was that? I'm trying to think. It must have been like, I don't know, 10 years ago? Was it 10 years ago? No, Uh, not quite 10 years ago. No, seven years ago? Four, six, Five something like that. And anyway, our her oldest daughter was in the same class with my oldest son at the time. We went to the same church. I don't know how we didn't know each other then. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But we didn't. And then I ended up moving like to another part of the country and then moved back to our home state, but in a different town, like what, three hours away from that that particular town. And then we ended up meeting on Facebook of all places and Anyway, long story short, we have a lot in common. And I'm just so glad that God brought us together down this like weird, meandering path with all these different trails going in different directions, but we somehow came back together. Yep. Total God thing, right? Like, And I think the other hilarious part about our story of meeting is come to find out like the house that you were selling in that small town, like we were trying to buy that house. Like it was both of our dream houses. It's so crazy. It's just all these crazy things. It's so crazy. And it, you guys, we found this out like when we first met for coffee, thinking like, oh yeah, we both serve working moms that are Christian and we live in the same town. So we'll get together and little did we know how much we actually had in common. <laughs> so you just never know who you're going to find when you put yourself out there, right? That's right. Oh my goodness. Well, you are such a treasured friend of mine and I'm so glad to have you in my life. And I know the things that you're going to be bringing to share with our audience today are going to be such a gift for them. And when you first brought this idea to me, I have to be honest. And Angie knows. I was like, (laughs) I don't know. But then the more she started talking, I was like, yes, nope, absolutely. Yes. This is a topic that we need to talk about because we're talking about dreaming. And oftentimes on this show, we talk a lot about goals and setting goals and achieving goals, but we don't always talk about dreaming. So talk to us first, Angie, what is the difference between a dream and a goal? Yeah. So when I think about that, really, I feel like goals are actionable, right? Like you can put a task to it and be able to know when you accomplish that, right? And dream is like, there's no action to attach to it because you would put your dreams into a goal, right? I think we also lose that, right? We dream a lot as a child. We spend so much time 
like dreaming about what our life is going to look like. And then we get so caught up as an adult of our day to day life, we kind of lose that part of us. And so I think it's so important when, you know, they're, I think they're also integrated of putting those dreams into goals, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Almost like your goals are driven by your dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I, and I think that the, you're so right. We do kind of lose that skill, if you even want to call it a skill of being able mm-hmm. to dream, to think big, to imagine what could be as we start to get older and we get bogged down with expectations and demands and, you know, just being tired <laughs> yeah. in our brain, not wanting to like kick into creative mode and dreaming. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes too, as we, we live life and we just come across disappointment, it gets harder and harder to dream. Why do you yes. think that, that is? Yeah. Well, like you said, I mean, life is hard, right? And as working moms, it's like, you think about your day and like my routine is getting the kids ready for school, taking them to school, going to work, picking them up from school, doing homework and dinner and getting them ready for bed. And by that time, I'm exhausted. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't want to do anything else. Sometimes I just want to veg. So I think that's part of it. You know, when we're dreaming, it's also building a different muscle within ourselves. And so when we're not doing that, it's kind of like if you're going to the gym, right? Mm-hmm. And you're building those muscles. But then if you're not doing that, like you just don't really think about it. So it's the same with the dreaming, right? If you're not doing it, it's just kind of, you don't really think about it. Yeah. And that's why I'm so glad that we're having this conversation because I do think that there is a place in our life to be able to have those dreams. And and the thing too, that I love about what it is that you're going to be sharing with us today is that it is more of like a workshop, like more of like how to really get that muscle going and kind of that law of inertia almost moving in that direction of dreaming again and kind of casting that vision and doing those things. But as a Christian, do you think it's okay to dream? Like where's that fine line between dreaming and maybe it's different based on different personality types. Like I know some Enneagram numbers are like really all about leaving reality and and their head is always in the clouds and moving forward. But where where's that line kind of lie between being content with where we are, mm-hmm. but always looking forward and dreaming about what else could be? Yeah. And I think for me, it's also about purpose, right? Like, why did God create us and bring us here? And if you think about it, like in the Bible, he talks, dreams are in the Bible a lot. You know, he would bring visions to so many and within our dreams. So I really think that dreams were created by God to help move us in the direction where he wants us to go. Mm. And, you know, one thing I think about is I think that it's a way that he's talking to us. So if you find that a thought comes to you over and over again, or like a vision comes to you over and over again, really pay attention to that because I think that's God speaking to you about something Mm. and spend some time in that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of where it goes right back to finding the time to not just brush that aside, but to really lean into it a little bit more and explore what it is that that is there, which is why we should have things like morning routines and and time set aside that we're able to kind of pray about things and bring things before the Lord. Now, I want to get into these steps that you have laid out for us, because like I said, it is almost like a workshop in a way that we're going to be talking about this today, because I do think that we need to be woken up to this idea of dreaming and almost learning how to dream Again, and, and dream in maybe a, a productive way. Is that even like a thing to yeah. dream in a productive way? Well, it's like being intentional, right? There being intentional go. with your dreams. 
Yeah. There we go. I like that. That sounds better <laughs> than making it seem like, okay, we have our recipe. We're going to follow these steps <laughs> and this creative process, but it is, you know, and I think sometimes we need that. We need to be able to say, okay, well, this is step one. This is step two. So talk to us a little yeah. bit about, is there anything that we should be doing as we prepare for this process? Yeah. So re- really is creating a vision for your dream. So I would encourage to spend like, start with five or 10 minutes a day. You know, I, I don't want this to be another thing that you're checking off the list and it just becomes overwhelming. And because this be a process that you just really love and look forward to spending time in your day doing this. And you can do this in different ways. It depends on how you like, I don't know, processing, I guess. Some people can just like close their eyes and really envision things. And, but for me, I'm a journaler. I love to journal. So I usually like to write it out. So however it works for you. And these are some things that you can be thinking about while you're thinking of this dream is, you know, what are you doing? What's everyone around you doing? What are you seeing, hearing, smelling, thinking, feeling? Like really put yourself into that place and also ask yourself, what is God saying to you? in that moment and really build that dream out. That's amazing to kind of think about all of those things and really bringing it to life. Like you're actually there, like almost kind of switching out your reality of where you actually are to a new reality. Now, when we kind of start this process, are we trying to like imagine like what life, what we would like life to look like in like five years, two years? Is it just letting your mind wander and, and see where you want to go? Is it, does it start with a goal? Like, how do we kind of start this process? Yeah. So I like to start with, at the end of my life, where do I want to be? What does my life look like when I'm looking back at it? Right? So like, for example, when I was going through, like with wanting to have children, right? Like in my life, I knew at the end of my life, I wanted to have a close relationship with my children and grandchildren. Right? And so how would that look? How did those relationships feel? What was I doing with them? What was I feeling? You know, what were we all doing? Just kind of like ingrain yourself in in what that looks like and what that is. You know, and some people, you know, I like to start at lifetime because that's also how I build goals, right? Is the big vision, where do I want to be? And then narrow it down from there. That's so smart. And as you were talking about that, I was thinking, you know, it's almost like starting with your values. Like where, what do you want your life to stand for? What are those values that you have? And how does that look in your life? And how does that kind of, I don't want to use the word manifest because I don't like that word, but (laughs) you know, like what does that look like in, in, in actual your world? If it were to be the case, what would that be? And, And I think that that's a great kind of springboard of moving forward. So you suggest like about 10 minutes a day spending time with your dream. Is this something that is like an ongoing every single day someone should be spending 10 minutes dreaming? Or is it just like as you're starting to create this dream and vision for what you want to be working towards? Yeah. So I usually start with creating that lifetime vision for however much time that takes to create that lifetime vision. And when I'm doing that, I'm looking at all areas of my life. So I'm looking at my health, relationships, finances, environment, spirituality, family, career, personal development. Those are the areas I'm looking at. And where do I want to be in all of those? And so this process could take a while, you know, 
of building out all those dreams. Because you really want to take some time to really get into it and really feel it. And you don't want to rush this process. And it should be fun, right? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It should be fun. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing I like to do is vision boards too. So sometimes when I'm doing this, you know, I'll get out a board and throw out, you know, magazines or whatever. And as I'm dreaming, you know, I'm cutting out things and putting out on a vision board of what I want that life to look like. As And I'm also journaling. Okay. So you can kind of use your your different giftings or the things that, that are helping you with your own creative expression of being able to do it. Right. Yeah. I'm it. not an artist. And so I have to, you know, go simple. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, Some people might be painting their vision or something. You know, what's so funny is, so instead of doing vision boards, I really like doing action boards and I used to do mm-hmm. them with magazine cutouts. And then I got really tired of having to spend so much time going through magazines, <laughs> trying to find something that would kind of sort of work. And so I started using Google and Google images. You can just like type in like something and then you can just scroll through the images, find the one you like and print it out. (laughs) Right. Yes. I have done that too. Yeah. When you can't find that perfect one, that's usually exactly. I love it. All right. So we covered step number one. Talk to us a little bit about step number two. Yeah. So I was talking about putting your dreams into goals and starting with that lifetime. So once you have that vision of what you want it to look like, then you start asking yourself, okay, so if that's where I want to be at the end of my life, where do I need to be in five years to make sure that I'm going to reach that? Hmm. And so then I start writing down all of that in each of those areas. So I spend some time there in five years and then I'll go to, okay, so if I need to be at this certain spot in five years, where do I need to be in a year? And then I spend some time in what my life looks like in a year in all of those areas. I'm jotting that down. And then we're going to narrow it down even more. What does it look like in a month to be able to reach those goals in a year? And then once you have that, you know, okay, what needs to be done this week to reach those month goals? And then this week, okay, what needs to be done today? What actions do I need to take in the next 24 hours to start reaching those dreams? What I love about this process too, Angie, is as you're explaining it, is it's, I think these are things that we all kind of know, right? Like when we think about what we do for our career or when we're thinking about our financial goals, our retirement planning, or you know any of those things, we kind of think about like, okay, where do I want to be? And then let's kind of work it our way backwards. But this is where I feel like, you know, when we talk about goals on the show, and we talk about the eight different areas of life, and we're talking about setting goals in those areas, these are things we don't always set goals in, but we can dream in. We can kind of be thinking about, well, this is what I would like that area of my life to look like, but then making it more tangible goals. Now, if we do this for all of those different areas of life, we start to think about like the things that we can do tangibly like this week to help bring that dream into fruition. When do we need to start maybe adjusting if like it gets overwhelming (laughs) with all the things that we need to maybe start doing? Right. Yeah. And that's why, you know, when I'm looking at the week of, so it might be that some of it isn't a daily action, you know? And so that's where I'm really like looking at my week when I'm scheduling things out of, okay, so maybe it's, you know, a couple things I'm doing each day to reach those goals and also put it in the schedule, right? So as you're scheduling out your day to make sure you're putting it in a time slot so that way it's scheduled time and you know when you're going to be doing this. Again, right, being intentional about creating the dreams that you have for your life. Right, and I love this. And I know this will make a lot of sense for our Life Balance members who have gone through the Life Balance course but we pick like one area of life that we really dial in on every single week. 
So it's like every week we're focused in on our, our health. That doesn't mean we don't do anything for our family. Like the kids are starving that week and you know, no one's cleaning the house, but, um, and I'm not going to work. I'm just focused on my health. But you know, it, it is about how we can move that mountain and how we can kind of go a little bit deeper in that one area. So I can definitely see the value of when you have that clear dream, like the bigger vision than just like what your goals are, but that bigger vision you can really make some traction when you're kind of applying that alongside with like something like the life balance system. Oh yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Okay. So when you're, you were just talking about kind of that step number three of putting the goals into the everyday life, putting the goals onto the calendar, making those times fit in for that. What kind of calendar system do you like to use? I'm old school. I have a weekly calendar. It's a planner, not I guess. Like paper planner. Paper planner. (laughs) But also, so the big things, right? The big things like appointments, it's a scheduled time for sure. And I can't move them like the non-negotiables, right? I do put in my phone because also appointments that aren't on my phone, it just doesn't exist. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But for everything else, I really, well, the planner I use is a Franklin Covey planner. It's weekly. And on the side, it has a list that I can put everything down that I want to do for the week. And then it goes by day and it has morning, afternoon, evening. And so then after I put in my non-negotiables, then I go through and start taking those things from the left-hand side and plotting it into my days. And so that way I'm being really intentional about what I'm going to spend on on each day. I think that that is so great. And it actually brings me into my next question, which brings us into the next step (laughs) in the process is what happens when, you know, you have like these tasks scheduled and you know, okay, these are the things I'm supposed to do today, but today gets a little wild and crazy or you get really Mm -hmm. tired or life happens. So talk to us a little bit about how we negotiate that because I know it kind of fits in with your next step as well. Yeah. And, you know, I think there is something to, you know, about prioritizing But also you have to be asking yourself, are you willing to make a commitment to your dream, right? Like you have to, again, be intentional because if you're not going to make the commitment to do it, you're probably not going to get the outcome that you you want, right? And so for me, I, I mean, life is life, right? Things happen, especially as moms. I mean, we can't, you know, our kids are outside, scrape themselves up and all of a sudden our, our days are, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. out of control. And so there are things that we just can't control. And to also give yourself grace to be like, okay, well, you know what? That didn't happen today and it's okay. So where am I going to schedule it for another time? So allowing it to also be some, be flexible with yourself, right? So not letting it go and still being intentional and putting it into another time slot throughout the week. So kind of just being able to, to move it around. And this is where I think, you know, when we we kind of go back to what we talked about at the very beginning, we come through life and there's disappointments and there's things that, that kind of keep us from dreaming. And I think one of those things that can kind of keep us from dreaming or create those setbacks are kind of, I don't want to say repeated failures, but, you know, when you're constantly have things that, you know, I need to do in order to have this dream and I'm committed to this dream, but I find myself like having to completely every week, move it and move it and move mm-hmm. it around and I'm never actually getting it done. At what point should we reevaluate our dreams? Or should we just like, you know, talking about like that mental part of it where you're kind of like, if this dream ever going to happen for me, or should I just like throw it out? Is this really what God called for me? Is this really where I should be putting my time and effort when I'm thinking about what am I willing to to do for my dream? Obviously, there's some things that are non-negotiable. So when do we Mm reevaluate? 
Hey there, I hope that you're enjoying this conversation with my friend Angie, and I hope that you are getting some strong inspiration about some dreams and some goals and some action items that you can really take to move your life forward in a big way. Now, you might have heard us talk a little bit on the show about Life Balance Membership. And if you're looking for the tools, the practical things that you can be doing so that this isn't just a great conversation, but something that you're actually able to make traction on in your life, I highly encourage that you check out the Life Balance system inside Life Balance Membership. Did you know you can try it for free for seven days? In that seven days, you have access to all of the courses, all of the resources that we have for all eight areas of life to help you walk step-by-step to creating the life that you want to have. Now, one of the courses you have access to is the Life Balance System that we reference inside of this show. So if you're ready to take that next step to redefine balance and really start moving your life in the direction you want it to go, check out lifebalancemembership.com today. So when do we Mm reevaluate? Yeah, you know, I think if you're seeing that pattern of I keep moving this week from week to week, you know, you do need to sit down and reevaluate and be like, okay, if you are committed, but why are you moving it from day to day? Why does it keep getting moved? There's something in there of why it's not getting done. You have a block, right? And so I would be looking at what's the cost of letting this dream die, right? Looking at if I let this dream go, Again, looking at your whole life, right? All those areas. How is this going to affect my health, relationships, finances, all of those things? Looking at that piece of it, if I let the dream go, and then looking at the other piece of it of what price am I willing to pay for this dream? You know, not just financially, but sacrifice of time, giving up other things in life. For me, and I think for a lot of others, a lot of times it comes down to a fear of something that's blocking. And so, really spending time evaluating what's really going on because there's something at the bottom of it. Yeah, I was hoping you were going to bring that up because I feel like that that is where it is for so many people. And I I see it all the time in our Facebook group. I hear it all the time when we do our group coaching inside the membership, but where people are saying, this is like, I want this. This Mm -hmm. is the intention that I've set in this area. Yet every single time when I come home from work, I know I should be doing this other thing, but yet I find myself just sitting on the couch. Like I keep sabotaging myself or I keep Mm -hmm. going against the things that I said I'm going to do and they get stuck with that. So talk to us a little bit about if someone is like, yes, that is totally me. Like I know I have this dream or this goal, this vision that I have that I want to have for my life. I know what I need to do to get there, but yet I don't know. Like it just, it never seems to happen for me. And it is something like fear or another block. How do they move through that? Yeah. You know, for me, I had to really look at that myself of, you know, I was letting fear keep me from my dream. And I had to look at, you know, am I willing to risk and sacrifice now for that dream? Or am I going to get to the end of my life and live with the regret of not doing that dream? And I had to make the choice. And it was at that moment that I decided, you know what, I am going to take a risk, which I'm not a risk taker. I invested on myself and my business. So I would have the tools and resources available. And when I did that, I was amazed at the peace that I felt, even though that the fear was still there. But to know that I was going after my dream, like God gave me such a peace about it. And it was kind of a surreal feeling, I guess, because I, even though I could feel the fear, like the peace like overtook that fear. 
if that makes sense. Like God, I could feel like God was guiding me and I just ask for his wisdom every day as I go through. Because we can always say like, you know, it's, do you really want it bad enough? Like when you said, mm-hmm. am I willing to let my dream die? I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I can feel that in my gut. You know what I mean? But sometimes yeah. we need to have those hard questions for ourselves. But really, even just what you were saying about the spirit, I think bringing it before the Lord every single day, because this is where his grace is so mighty and so amazing to have in our life because it covers all of our iniquities. It covers everything that we lack. So if we are lacking the courage, if we're lacking the strength, if we're lacking anything, right? The time even, I mean, can I tell you how many times I've had a dream for something and have had no logical time to do something or the energy to do it, yet through the grace of God, somehow miraculously, it got done and came out the other side. And I was like, I don't know how that happened. I have literally no earthly explanation for how that was able to happen other than the grace of God. And I think that that's the strength that we all need to tap into as Christians to be able to say, if God gave you this dream, he can carry Mm -hmm. you to it. Oh, absolutely. We need to be bringing our dream to God every day, you know, and going back to, you know, is this reevaluating, you know, if you are bringing it to God every day, he's going to be guiding you and telling you, is this still the path I need to take or do I need to go down a different path? So really being just asking him for wisdom and for his spirit to guide us. Yeah. And I know just in, you know, hearing your story and, and we talked about this before, kind of those God winks and those promises that we feel like God has made to us personally mm-hmm. in different things that have to do with our dream. And I think it's important that we always lean on those, that we remember those, that we share with our friends, our close, our people who we trust, what those promises are, what those visions are so that they can remind us. Because sometimes life gets busy. We get discouraged. The enemy is out there to, to go against us, you know, and distract yes. us and, and discourage us. And so it's important, I think, too, that we, that we share the dream. Now, yes. obviously, you don't want to share the dream with everybody, only, you know, the select few. But how do you know who to share the dream with? It's got to be with people that you trust, right? But also for me, again, it's taking a risk. So sometimes, depending on the dream, I am putting it out there on social media. And for me, it's to hold myself accountable to it. Mm. But for like those more intimate, personal dreams, those are things that I would share like with my husband, best friends, mother, sister type things. You want to make sure that you are feeling comfortable and a peace about, I keep on saying this word peace, but really that is like how I am guided. If I feel a peace over it, I know that I am going in the right direction. Right. You know, if I am feeling fear, you know, just kind of hunched over and kind of sick to my stomach about, oh gosh, I really don't want to do this. Then I know that is not from God, right? Right. God is not, he is not a God of fear. He is a God of peace. Yeah, I think that that's such a good barometer to be able to use. Now, I know one of your last points is talking about the cost of letting your dream die. Mm -hmm. So talk to us a little bit about that, because I do feel like, you know, sometimes we can, we can come up with some pretty wild and crazy dreams that, you know, maybe God gave to us for other reasons, or maybe we just kind of made up on our own. But when Mm -hmm. we think about some of those dreams, when should we learn to let go of them versus Mm -hmm. hold on to them? Should we hold on to all of them? kind of walked us through that process. Yeah. So as I mentioned earlier, like one of my my lifetime dreams was about my kids, right? Like I have a close relationship with my children and grandchildren. And at that point, when I made that dream, I didn't even have kids and I don't have grandchildren. So those, those, that's my lifetime dreams. 
So my husband and I were going through infertility treatments and there came a point to, do we continue with the treatments or do we go the adoption route? And that was a big decision for us because that was letting a big dream of ours die of, you know, having our own biological child and having a baby. But again, it was when I was looking at those two options of letting one dream die and letting another one come alive, it was again, listening to God of where he was directing us, right? Every time I thought about going the direction of IVF, it was fear, sick to my stomach. And as much as I wanted a baby, you got to understand that I wanted to be a mother since I was a little girl. So it was a dream I've had almost all my life. And to decide to let that dream die and go after this dream that was a God-given plan and totally not a plan that I thought I was going to have for my life, I had to go with the one that God kept whispering in my ear. So that is my advice to all of you is to, I know I keep on going back to it of listening to God and listening to those fear and peace, but really that is how I am guided and being willing to know that it's okay to let some of your dreams die, right? It wasn't easy. It took me a long time to be okay with letting that dream die, but knowing that God had a different plan and God's plan for us is better than we could ever imagine. You know, he has plans to prosper us, not to harm us. And so just letting him be the guide of that plan. And I think that what you said something in there, I want to, I want to dissect it just for a minute because I think it is so much wisdom and what you just shared is that there is sometimes a difference between our dream and our plan to get Mm -hmm. to that dream. And if the plan is changing different than what we thought it might be, and and God might be taking us down a different route, that doesn't necessarily mean that the dream is not still the dream. Right. But the path to get to that dream, it might look very, very different than anything. Usually it does. Usually if if God's got his hand on it, it's something that I could never have dreamt up on my own. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that the dream necessarily has changed. But I think sometimes we feel like the dream is outside of our grasp because the path that we had thought, the plan that we had made on how we were going to kind of get to where we are now to where we want to go or where we feel like God is calling us to be, it can be changing all the time. And so we think, well, Lord, is that not what you have for me anymore? Like, is there, am I holding on to this dream too tightly? And the answer might be no, but you're holding on to the plan too tightly. And maybe you need to let that go in order for God's work to kind of guide what your next step should be. Absolutely. I love it. And I, I know you're putting together more in-depth training around dreams and really putting your dream to the test. So tell us a little bit about what that means to put your dream to the test as we're talking about knowing what dreams to let die or, or what plans to be taken or those next steps for your dreams. What does that look like? Yeah. And so really what this training is about is going through one of John Maxwell's books, Put Your Dream to the Test. And it really is diving deeper into those dreams of, is this dream really tangible? You know, he gives the example of, you know, he was, John Maxwell was a pastor and one of the other people that worked at the church, he had a meeting with him because he was like, you know, it really doesn't seem like you're happy here. He's like, yeah, I'm not, you know, so John Maxwell asked him, you know, what do you want to be doing? And he's like, I want to be an announcer. I think it was for the Cubs or something. And John just told him, you know, that, that's not a realistic dream. You know, he's, he's been there for 20 years and he's probably going to be there until he dies. You know, so some dreams we have to put it to the test. You know, is it, you know, reality? Is it 
tangible? Is it something that really can happen? So it's really looking at those dreams to see if they are a true dream, if it is truly something that you can accomplish and making sure that's your dream too. That's another thing he talks about is making sure that you're not following someone else's dream for yourself, right? Making sure that it's your own. And so we'll be digging deeper into that. And it's just meeting with like-minded people to discuss our dreams and how to reach them. And it's a virtual training, so anyone can join. And we meet weekly for eight weeks for an hour. And it's just reading through his book. Each read two chapters are on our own, and then we'll come together to discuss those and what it means for our life. I love that you're doing this because as a life coach, it's almost like it's a book club on personal development, plus you have a life coach to be able to help you like (laughs) apply it and work through the material. And I just think it's a brilliant thing that you're doing for women. And I highly encourage everyone to to do this because, you know, it, it is... I think important to know. And and for me, I hate wasting time. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. And so if I'm going to be dreaming, if I'm going to be putting together these goals and making room for them on my calendar and and thinking about the price I'm going to pay in order to, to make these dreams come true, whether it's financial or time, or I want to make sure that it's actually in alignment with what I believe that God wants for my life, that it is realistic, that it does make sense. And so I love that you're providing this training for people to do exactly that and kind of walk through that entire process. Now, where can they learn more about this particular training that you're putting on? Yeah, so they can go to my website. It's mcnultycoachingservices.com and go to work with me. And you can see all the options that are there to work with me. And this one is called Put Your Dream to the Test. And I also have a discount for the listeners too. If you put in your life rocks, no spaces in all caps, again, your life rocks, you'll get $20 off any purchase. So even if you're listening to this after that training comes out, there's always a different training on there. So you can go and look to see what's available at that time and put in that code for $20 off. So amazing and so generous. And I love that you're doing that. And speaking of being generous and amazing, I know you've put together a guide for everything that we've talked about today for everyone to kind of start into this process. And we're going to have that available inside the membership, but then non-members can get it by clicking on the link inside the show description, or you can go to yourliferocks.com to the show notes page for this particular episode, and we will link to that there. So you can get a full guide to everything that Angie has on this topic. Now, Angie, I just want to thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing all of this great wisdom with our audience. Now, if they want to connect with you on social media, where's the best place to do that? Usually on Facebook, and that's McNulty Coaching Services. I would love to have you guys there. And that's when you can find out about just anything that I have coming up. And I'll share tips and any wisdom that I learn, I share on there with too. And you always have such great things to share. So I highly encourage everyone to go follow you. We'll link to that in the show notes page as well. Angie, it was such a pleasure having you on the show. It was so great being here. Thank you so much, Jenny. Well, there you go. I hope that this conversation really sparked something inside of you. And if you really love personal development, if you like the idea of being able to read personal development books and having a life coach to help you apply it, what it is that you're learning directly to your life, I hope that you check out the different programs that Angie offers. You can learn more by going to her website or our show notes at yourliferocks.com, or you can even just click on the button to enroll in her next training session for putting your dream to the test by clicking on the link inside of the show description where you're listening to this podcast at. 
And be sure to use Your Life Rocks at checkout to save $20. I want to thank you so much for taking time out and listening to this show. I always hope that it is full of tips and inspiration to help you redefine what balance looks like in your life and to help you grow in all eight areas of life. Now, next week, we are going to be joined by a financial planning expert, and we are going beyond budgeting. We are going to be talking about investments and how to really know what that next step is for you, how to set those long-term goals and finding the best vehicle to help you achieve them. So until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye. Hey, just because the episode's over doesn't mean we have to stop hanging out. Head on over to Instagram and follow me there. You can find me at your.life.rocks. Or if you're more of a Facebook kind of girl, join our community of working Christian moms just like you. You can search Your Life Rocks over on Facebook and connect with us there. And if you're ready to truly create lasting balance and get results in your life, maybe it's time for you to join Life Balance Membership. Download the Your Life Rocks app in iTunes or in Google Play. You can upgrade to the membership right inside the app. And if you're looking for more resources to help you create more balance, head on over to yourliferocks.com.